0: Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of The Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is don't grow it alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go.
1: America's Small Business Conversation is on the air. It's The Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective Small Business Community. This is The Pat Miller Show. Now your host. Pat Miller, the Idea Coach.
0: It's Small Business Saturday, and you know what? I think that is the perfect time to debut America's Small Business Conversation. Welcome in. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, and I am so proud to say this is all starting right here at KLIN in Lincoln. What's the show all about? What are we going to do? Who the heck are you? What's going on? This is a show for small business owners by small business owners. And the purpose of the show is to scramble the current small business support system because they're missing a couple of key things that entrepreneurs need to become successful. We're going to talk about that. We're going to share ways you can make more money. We're going to have a little bit of fun. So let's start at the beginning. Pat Miller, the idea coach. What you sound vaguely familiar. What is going on here? Well, if you are in Lincoln, maybe, maybe, slight chance, we've met before. Because I used to be on the air in Lincoln. I was on B107.3 across the hall for a long, long time as a morning host with Jenna and Jay in the morning, Suzette and Jay in the morning. I was Jay. I was the Jay part. Now I'm just Pat Miller. We've grown. But I had a ton of fun. My wife, Abby, and I and our kids lived here for many, many years. And to start this project here on KLIN means so much. For those of you that remember, welcome. For those of you that don't, howdy. Nice to meet you. So what is this show all about? This is America's Small Business Conversation because there isn't a conversation happening for small business owners right now. When you hear people talk about small business in the U.S., it comes out like this most often. Oh, you know, those poor small business owners, like we're some charity case, right? Are you an entrepreneur? Have you heard this before when people talk about small business? Oh, well, you know, small business is really struggling. Hold up. Hold up. Raise your hand if you had a record year this year. And the thousands of small business owners I talk to every year, it's about 40 or 50% of those hands just went up. They had record years this year. And if you're a small business owner, you're nodding your head, right? This year wasn't as bad as everyone said it was. But that doesn't mean we can't work together and grow. So you've got someone on the air right now I run a small business. My wife, Abby, runs a small business. I lead an international community full of small business owners. So we're going to talk about stuff that you and I know is real. And we're going to say what must be said. Because when I talk about that small business support system, they're not talking about the stuff we need to be successful. Here, I'll prove it. The traditional small business support system, they offer you the opportunity to go networking, right? But what happens in a networking meeting? Well, you meet some other people who are trying to sell you stuff. Does that help you grow? Are they there to help you collaborate and come up with great ideas? No. They're there to sell you stuff. Okay, appreciate it, but that's not exactly what I need. And then there are places to go learn things about building your small business. Okay, great. If I had 13 weeks to go take a college course, I'd do it, but I don't. I just need the answers to the test. Help me learn something I don't know so I can make more money. Sound familiar? We're busy. And then the third thing that the small business support system offers us, it gives us the chance to get the funds we need to keep the lights on. Super valuable. Financial folks, we love you. Thank you so much. But financing Education and networking isn't what's missing to help small business owners succeed. What's missing is a community. It's other small business owners willing to walk, talk, and support you as you have problems. Because again, if you're a small business owner, tell me if this makes sense. Running a small business is lonely and hard. And the traditional system doesn't know that there are three things that we need. Running a small business is terrifying, so we need to avoid the fear in the imposter syndrome that pops up. Having folks like me and a community of small business owners around you, we can remind you that you're really talented and really good and fear is temporary. The other thing you need you need to avoid inexperience. Around every corner, we're asked to do something we don't know how to do. And we don't have time for a college course. We want those answers to the test. On this show, we're going to provide them. The stuff that you need to grow and the things you need to get past what you're struggling with right now. And then the third thing, and this is the thing that makes me just get out of bed in the morning. The traditional system doesn't know that running a business can be very lonely you can feel really isolated and it can make you quit it used to be we had coworkers it used to be we had people checking in on us it used to be other people cared if we succeeded right now almost nobody cares and almost nobody understands if you're a small business owner tell me if this sounds familiar You have a day, you come home, and you try to explain to your spouse why it was so bad. But they work for a corporation, so they can't understand. Or you go out and play golf with your buddies, and you're on the fourth or fifth hole, and you're just processing all the stuff that happened in the past week, and you're trying to explain to them why it was so good or why it was so bad. And they try and give you advice that doesn't work because that's what works at the university or that's what works at the car dealership they work for. They don't get it. Only other small business owners understand what you're going through. Because only other small business owners eat what they kill. That's the difference. I don't know about you. But I signed a six figure loan to start my business. And guess what happens if I don't repay it? Bye bye house. Bye bye kids' college tuition. Bye bye car. It's all real. And the only thing that's going to get that loan repaid is if I fight and win. And the only thing that's going to make that happen is if I avoid imposter syndrome, I get the answers to the test. And I don't get so lonely and feel so isolated that I don't quit. So you ask me, hey, Pat, what's this show about? That's what this show's about. This show is about finding you, success, and helping you down the path so we can all win together. So here's what you're going to hear in this first episode of The Pat Miller Show. You're going to hear three different segments with three smart people sharing what they know to help you win and not bs lead magnet information real stuff that you can take and start using today to build your business the first segment is what's working right now michael creed is going to come on the air and he's going to tell us how he stopped networking one-on-one and started networking in groups and saw his business grow Then we're going to have Erin Marcus come on, and she's going to challenge our thinking about the economy right now, and she's going to encourage us to release bigger ticket items right now. Bigger ticket items? Wait, I thought the economy was trash. No, specifically because the economy is a little bumpy, that's why we have to go for the big dollars. And then we'll talk with Chuck Copenspire who's going to do a small business celebration. And in that celebration, we're going to hear about what Chuck did to win, and he's going to inspire us to win as well. This show is by a small business owner for a small business owner, and it's going to happen every week at this time, and I am so excited that you are here. So what do you say? You want to build our dreams together? right on. We'll be back in just a moment and we will hear from Michael Creed and what's working right now. Welcome to you. The debut episode of the Pat Miller Show.
1: America's small business conversation continues next
0: on the Pat Miller Show. Running a small business is lonely and hard. I mean, we know that, right? But did you know it doesn't have to be? Stop networking and start connecting with other entrepreneurs on the small business journey in the Idea Collective Small Business Incubator. In this exclusive worldwide community, we're sharing information, we're brainstorming together, and we're supporting each other through the highs and the lows of building your small business. Learn more about the group and get the feel of this show 24-7 in your small business Visit Idea Collective That's Idea Collective Incubator.com. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone.
1: Now, America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller
0: Show. Time for this week's small business show you should know, a podcast worth listening to. This week, we're shining the light on the Blue Collar BS podcast. It busts the popular myth that you can't find good people for your blue collar business. Learn about the different generations, find strategies that work, and make hiring and retention less stressful for your business. If you are a blue collar business owner, this show is for you. Find the podcast at patmillershow.com. On this segment of the show, we want to reinforce the things that I believe when it comes to making a small business work. And in the Idea Collective, and every time I get a chance to work with a small business owner, it's always the same thing. We want to help you get clear, work hard, and never quit. If you can do those three things, odds are you're going to be successful. So on this segment of the show, we just want to know what's working right now. Whenever you make a change in the business or you try something new and it starts catapulting your growth, we want you to call into the show and share it with us because when you do something good, we can all learn from it on the show this week is Michael Creed from Luminate Home Loans. Michael, great to see you. Tell everyone who you are and what you do, and then we'll talk about what's working right now.
2: Pat, thanks for having me. So my name is Michael Creed. As you mentioned, I'm the Branch Director for Luminate Home Loans. We're a residential mortgage lender right here in the Brookfield, Wisconsin area, uh, and we do all the things you'd expect a mortgage lender
0: to do. What's working right now? What was the problem? What did you solve and how does it work?
2: The problem that I have oftentimes, and I think this is the case with anybody trying to grow a business, is wanting to be connected in a really a natural way. And uh, people I know know people I want to know and people that I know want to be known by other people. And so the problem was, of course, just the networking piece. Do we do it one-on-one? Do we jump into it uh, in a bigger group? In my case, I want to bring people to me. Time, of course, is valuable for all of us. And so the problem was the one-on-one networking. The solution that we found that's working right now was our roundtable that we've done. So there's a title rep in town here that I've known for many years. Um, I know people that she wants to know. And more importantly, I think because her network is bigger than mine, she knows a lot of people that I want to know. And so I am greatly appreciate that. So she and I together decided to bring uh, this idea forth of the round table lunch that we have over at Parkside 23. Of course, it's at eight. Round table, otherwise the thing would be completely wrong, right? Um, and uh, our goal was to bring in eight additional people. So, her and I plus eight more people to network over lunch.
0: So, you went from one to one to essentially one to many networking. So, this idea, how long did it take to put together? And when you decided to do it, how long did it take to fill the seats at the round table?
2: It didn't take that long to put together. We just had to make a reservation at this particular restaurant. uh, And then we put it out, the longest part was getting the graphic put together. We put it out on social media and um, we uh, we filled it up the very first time.
0: All right, so let's stop here for a second. If someone is listening to this, that seems so obvious. There are solutions like this that are all around us, but sometimes we don't take advantage of them. How did you build the confidence to decide I'm going to do this. Like, I don't need to ask for anyone's permission. Here's a solution. I'm going to go implement it.
2: Um, Pat, I learned things the hard way. I just do them and figure out what happens. So I don't ever need to ask someone's permission for stuff like that. I mean, it's, I'm paying for someone's lunch, right? I mean, I just did it to answer your question.
0: Yeah. So you decided to invite folks, they come to lunch. So when they start getting around the round table, what have the conversations been like? What have the results been like? Is this thing working?
2: The conversation is different every time. Nobody knows what the question is until uh, I tell it to them. I always come with the question, and I oftentimes don't even know what the question is until I'm driving into the restaurant for the day. We have found that the format works very well, this particular restaurant, to just have the small talk that happens naturally and everybody sits down. Uh, I will interrupt at some point before the server comes and let them know what the format is, and that is this. We're going to place our order. I'm going to ask a question, and we will have just enough time for all of us to go around and do a quick intro on who we are what we do and answer the question before the food comes and then that naturally answers uh, causes conversation to happen for the rest of the hour and a half that we have blocked the entire time
0: it's a natural format and then the people that come to the round table they get to know one another as well and i would imagine in the back of their head they're giving you the credit for those connections aren't they
2: Absolutely. That's what's happening. Not even in the back of their head, but also on social media, there's connections happening. Emails are there as well. I do take notes during the meetings and uh, on my Remarkable and email out the PDF and apologize for my handwriting, but at least everybody has what's there. Encourage everybody to connect as well. But it is very informal. And the things that we talk about are are typically super basic. Like one of the times we just talked about technology that was affecting our lives in a good way right now. Another time was just, what's your three-month goal? And I followed up of course with them after that three months had passed to see what had happened. Simple conversation like that is all
0: we're doing. If you're just joining us, this is the Pat Miller Show. We're talking with Michael Creed, a uh, loan officer for Luminate Home Loans who decided to get away from one-to-one networking and start doing one-to-many networking with a roundtable lunch program that's just on fire right now. And that's what's working right now. So you've been having these lunches, people are making connections the thing everybody cares about, is this ending up in business? Is this driving things the way you want them to go?
2: It absolutely is. I know that there's been multiple uh, business leads that have come to me personally, but I also know that others that have come to the event have connected with each other and done business with each other as well.
0: All right, so let's zoom out for a second. You make money when you sell home loans, right? So networking is important. For other folks that have these high ticket relationships, these bigger deals, why is one-to-many a good solution for them? I mean, what's the difference between one-to-one and one-to-many?
2: It's a great catalyst to meeting the right people and then having a one-on-one with those people only. So when you're only doing one-on-ones all the time, it takes forever to find that person that you're really looking for. In a one-to-many situation, particularly when you have a a, a, colleague, a co-sponsor, so to speak, right? that's bringing other people in that you don't know, you have the opportunity to, first of all, test the waters. Right? It's like a a, a quick sample date versus a real date um, with these people to see if there is a connection there, personality-wise, business-wise, etc. So it's it's a it's a great way to feel the waters. I guess is the best way to say. It.
0: So we've captured the attention of some folks that are listening. What are the baby steps to make something like this real for them? Would they find a referral partner or someone in their network to go build it with them? If you were to give them a checklist, what's one, two, three, four, five they have to do to make this real?
2: A couple of things are very important first of all i mentioned that it took us a long time to get the graphic going the reality is that the social media is because we post this only in one platform or another to get different people each time they don't their algorithms don't like those graphics we found that once we just started taking a real picture of the two of us and posting it we would fill the room or the table within a day usually so the baby step number one is don't worry about a graphic uh baby step number two would be find somebody who is in a um synergistic industry to yours that has people in their network that you want to know and that also you network with people they want to know and definitely do it together. Otherwise, you're only inviting people you already know.
0: So the last thing someone would ask is, I got to buy everybody lunch? I mean, this isn't necessarily a small ticket item. Is it worth the investment?
2: Heck yeah. So we go to a restaurant that has is notoriously known for expensive meals, first and foremost um and so you know it's going to be a 20 25 per person kind of lunch typically so if i split the bill with another person for eight up well for 10 of us in total for eight others that is far less money than if i was to take those same e people up with myself one-on-one so you're actually saving money on your lunch by doing it that way
0: brilliant absolutely brilliant one-to-one to one to many in a lunch roundtable program. Michael Creed, Luminate Home Loans. Man, this is a great idea. Thank you for sharing with everyone and thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. Thanks for having me. Okay, how about we make some more money? If you want to increase your revenue right now, you probably think you got to sell a bunch of cheap stuff. Wrong. We're going to talk about introducing high ticket items to explode your revenue with Aaron Marcus from Conquer Your Business next.
1: America's small business conversation continues next
0: on the Pat Miller show.
1: Now America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller
0: show. On the show, we want to do more than just come up with creative ideas and hear people's small business celebrations. When you take the time out to work on your business... Not in your business. We want to learn new things and we want to find ways to make more money. And that's why I'm excited to welcome in today's guest, Aaron Marcus from Conquer Your Business, is going to teach us how to find new ways to make money, to sell more than just what we already do sell so I like making more money, so let's welcome her in now. Hello, Aaron. tell everyone who you are, what you do, and then we are gonna learn from you.
3: So I am Aaron Marcus, I'm the founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. What do I do? I help entrepreneurs get the emotional and financial freedom they need in order to build a business and a life they're proud
0: of and the life right how often do we forget the life part
3: especially us entrepreneurs right (laughs) Exactly.
0: so here's what I want to talk about today we all sell widgets or whatever we do for a living but times are a little bumpy right now with the economy and everyone would like to have some new things they could go sell and new ways that they could monetize their expertise their service or their product so when you walk someone through a conversation like that how do you help them identify new ways to make money
3: awesome so this is such good time and this is exactly what's happening now and it's one of those situations where it might be challenging but there's going to be very quickly more opportunity than ever so how do you look at this right there's only three ways to make more money there's only three ways to make more money you can raise your rates you can sell more of what you're doing Or you can add something to sell. It's really, like the math is kind of that straightforward. This is not, you know, trigonometry. There's just really three ways to do it. So if you already have a business, if you already have a product, this is what we're working on now with my clients. is what I'm working on in my own business. So look at what you're offering. And right now, in particular, the weird thing you're going to find is it's more important than ever to have a downsell and an upsell because here's what happens is a, in a challenging economy, the middle goes away. The middle goes away because you're always going to have the higher level income, the higher level client who still has money to sell, spend. So if you don't have a nice solid up leveled offer, as weird as it is instinctively, That's the first thing you might wanna consider adding to what you're doing.
0: That's really counterintuitive. You would think going into a down economic cycle, we would wanna find more lower price things to sell. Why are you saying that? Because there will always be the high-end customer and if you don't have a high-end product, you need to have one?
3: Yes, because what we forget, those of us in the middle, what we forget is the money doesn't go away. There's more money in circulation than there's ever been. It's not going away. It might feel like it's going away from you, but it's not actually going away. What it's doing is moving. It's repositioning, it's getting moved around. How do you become a person who receives money during this time? You serve the people who still have the money. And so this is the it's the reason it's hard is, like you said, it's counterintuitive. You have to burst past your imposter syndrome. You have to burst past what the media is telling you, what, your, what our blue-collar upbringing is telling us. You cannot save your way to being successful. It cannot save your way to being wealthy. You cannot save your way out of risk. You have to learn a new way to make money, right? So the first thing to look at is where is the money in my industry and how can I serve those who still have the money at a higher level? And the reason I say the middle goes away is for most entrepreneurs, the middle piece that we offer, that mid-range product we offer is very often a slight stretch for our most common client. That client is retreating. It's instinctual, it's what we've learned, this is the norm, that client is retreating. So for that client, you wanna have that down sell, that entry level, and by the way, the entry level has to provide a very quick win. It has to provide a very quick win. So for example, my entry level is a 90-day situation. It's not a six-month situation, it's not a one-year situation. An entry level, a down sell from your flagship offer needs to provide a very quick win because here's the trick. If you provide that quick win, now that client can go into your flagship situation.
0: We're talking with Aaron Marcus from Conquer Your Business about how to make more money right now as we get into kind of a bumpy economic climate. And if you're just joining us, she just dropped the knowledge bomb of maybe you need a higher level product to sell something that's more valuable and costs more to the higher level client. Let's get into what we can do with that because imposter syndrome is real and how are we gonna charge way more for a higher level product if we've never done it before? So how would you coach someone through that thought? process
3: this is it's a it's a wide variety of what do you know that's true about yourself when you're not the one you know with the self-talk this requires this usually requires external conversation Right? Like the "Be scared and do it anyway" is fantastic if you can pull it off. And I'm one of those crazy people who can very often be scared and do it anyway. But I also know I'm one of the crazy people that that's not always the norm. There are ways to get there, right? There are ways to realize taking inventory of exactly what you do really, really well. Because for marketing, I also believe in a very niche offer if you can really dial in the one, two things that you do tremendously well, where is your confidence? Like where does your confidence come from? You're gonna have an easier time doing that.
0: So if you identify the one thing you're really good at and you identify the one really niche audience you're gonna go after, that makes sense. The thing I wanna ask you about is one of your greatest quotes I've heard you say, is that it's easier to make more money than less money. Is that what it was? Is that what you said? You said something like that and it blew my mind.
3: Yes, think of it this way. Do you wanna have one conversation with a committed buyer or do you wanna have 25 conversations with people who are on the fence?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'd like to have one conversation for a big pile of money, and this is a very timely conversation. And I have to tell you, if you're sitting there right now thinking, boy, how could I sell bigger things and how could I up level my business? Uh, I've worked with Erin before. She is as smart as they come. We will put her contact information up at patmillershow.com. Erin Marcus, conquer your business. Thank you for sharing with us today. And we hope to hear you on the air again soon. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
0: Okay, be honest. You just heard that conversation when we started about how do we make more money right now with this state of the economy. Did your heart go to lower priced items, trying to make sure that people could still afford you and you weren't outpricing the market? I'm raising my hand. That's what I thought we had to do right now. But that's why we have conversations like that. Why we bring in people that know more than we do. And every week here on the Pat Miller Show, that's the job. I'm going to find as many smart people as I can and ask them for one thing we need to know right now. Something that can help you grow your small business. Something that can make you more money. And that conversation with Aaron Marcus probably made you money, especially if you have the courage, because it's going to take a lot of courage, to create a high-priced product and go out and put it in front of your prospects so you can make more money. So, thanks again to Aaron Marcus from Conquer Your Business for coming on and for teaching us something. And hopefully, you got something out of the conversation. We did a show you should know podcast earlier in the episode. Every week, we also share a small business events calendar, an upcoming event where you can attend and learn something. And this week, we're sharing a paid speaking boot camp. Get the gig. Rock the gig. Get paid for the gig. Yes, you can get paid to speak. During this three-day virtual paid speaking boot camp, you'll learn everything you need to craft your talk, get on stages, and get paid to speak. International and TEDx speaker Wendy Babcock is ready to share her secrets to creating income without selling. This event is February 15th through the 17th. Register today at patmillershow.com. Up next, a small business celebration. Stay tuned.
1: America's small business conversation continues next
0: on the Pat Miller Show. Now, America's small
1: business conversation continues
0: on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show. This is America's small business conversation. And why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? Because running a small business is lonely and hard, but it gets a lot easier if you have people walking with you. Don't grow it. Alone. And on our show, you know, we learn stuff. We bring subject matter experts on and we ask them tough questions so we can get better at doing our business. We have people call in and we get creative and create big ideas live without a net. And we also stop and we celebrate. Now, why do we do that? Because when you're a small business owner, if you don't stop and think about the good things that are happening, you'll just worry about all the problems. And that is a road to nowhere. So we're excited on our debut episode to bring in a small business celebration. Chuck Copenspire calling in today. Chuck, it's great to see you. Tell us who you are, what you do, and then I'm ready to celebrate and we'll get into it.
4: Awesome. Well, hi, I'm Chuck Hope Inspire. I am a digital marketer and high ticket sales coach, uh, and I run identity pending. The gist of what I do is I help people get an online presence when they're starting from absolutely scratch. And I help people with authority with content and then build a website that's super, super easy for people to buy from you so they don't get confused and I just love simplifying the internet and helping great people make more money.
0: That is a brilliant way to put it, and so needed for so many of us, especially as we're going from zero to one of running our own business. Okay, well with a a business positioned that well, I'm excited to hear what your celebration is. So what are we celebrating today?
4: So the thing I'm celebrating is that I got laid off. Uh, It's actually (laughs) the best thing that happened to me this year. I was working for someone else, super frustrated because I had all these ideas I got laid off and then I actually found out about a program in Oregon um, and four other states, which I can tell you about later, um, that allows you to get paid to start a business instead of collecting unemployment. And so I had run a digital advertising business several times before and had always failed because I didn't have startup capital and I also wasn't confident charging enough. So having the backup from this program and a little bit of training on how to charge more uh, allowed me to actually be successful. So this is the first time I've I've scaled from being a freelancer to an agency and uh it's been a little bit strange to sort of cross you know 10k a month when before i was starving all the time um and i'm just excited to keep seeing how far i can take it and what i can get away with honestly that
0: is so exciting i have so many questions so let's start here you mentioned 10k a month which is amazing is that one of those high water marks you had in your head of if i can get over 10k a month i know that i'm on the right track
4: yeah i felt like if i if i knew how to i learned a lot about pain points this year And I knew if I could hit the pain point of, okay, I started a business, I have literally no idea how to tell people about it. I knew if I could talk to people in that position, that it would be easy to justify, you know, uh, charging more because I used to charge like $15 an hour and apologize for it. And now I charge appropriately so that I can properly pay my employees and take a vacation and build something really amazing without being stressed.
0: Yeah, that is brilliant. And we really need to dig in on that because so many people listening and so many people thinking about building their business have no chance because they don't value their knowledge and they don't understand that it's about the product that you deliver and the benefit of that product, not what you're comfortable charging. So was it the startup capital that gave you the confidence or how did you have that light bulb go on? Can you tell us about the transformation of $15 an hour to charging what you're worth?
4: I would say I actually stumbled upon a Facebook ad for someone who was hosting a training and I got almost nothing out of the training, but I paid a lot for it. And the thing that I did get out of it was how to charge more for what I knew. And I sort of learned from that. I was like, wow, if I would pay 5,000 for this, people would pay me $5,000 for what I do because it's way more valuable than what I just got. And so I learned from his sales training about how to do video sales letters, how to speak to pain points and how to speak to uh, that sort of transformation and that destination rather than the um, you know the nitty gritty of what you're actually delivering. Like n- not everybody knows the jargon of sales funnels. Not everybody needs to. They need lead generation. They need sales. And so getting out of the, the habit of, speaking in jargon and getting more into speaking the language of my customers, I think, helped me kind of break through that. Oh, man, that is
0: brilliant. That's really good. The language of the customers. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Chuck Copenspire, launched a new digital agency this year serving small business owners and killing it, which is exciting. So let's talk for a minute about what small businesses need on the whole about being found on the internet and having a way to talk about what they do. It's something that you pointed out as one of the specialties of identity pending. So how do you walk a small business owner through that thought process
4: of introducing themselves and getting found online? I would say there's two key components. One is figuring out one thing that you really want to do every day, that you really want to sell. Everybody wants to sell everything to everybody because they're afraid that their one thing that they're great at isn't enough. And the other thing that I work with people every day on is the thing that you think counts you out. The reason you think you might not belong is the exact reason you need to be in business. So many of my customers have ADHD, they're neurodivergent, they're parents, they're queer, and we don't see a lot of people like us in the business space. And so they think they don't belong. And honestly, being angry about that is why I show up online every day and speak to those people and try to get them fired up and out there. But I used to believe that I was too weird to be successful. And I really have been trying to help people harness that thing that makes you special. That's your pattern interrupt. That's your key differentiator. That is your actual value. It's not the website. It's who you are and the lived experience you have that helps you serve specific communities.
0: And I think that's one of the things that could be misapplied from learning from others, that we can read a book from Donald Miller or from Mike McCallowitz or some other brilliant thought leader, but that doesn't mean we need to do it the same way they did it. We can take their knowledge and then put it through our own filter. And another thing that I tell people all the time is, Don't worry about what other people think. Worry about what they'll remember. And I think that really falls in line with what you're talking about. So as you help someone step into their lived experience and step into their differentiator, how long does it take for them to have the light bulb go on to go, oh, wow, people are finding me because of who I am, not despite who I am?
4: i'll say there's usually a couple weeks of friction um if people aren't used to showing up online it can be really scary to put yourself out there especially sort of amplifying what makes you different um i've had a lot of people feel insecure that if they talk about challenges they've had in the past they'll lose credibility but i find that if i if i get them to take some baby steps and they start to see like oh i got some comments or someone dm'd me from that story you told me to share once they start to see a little bit of momentum, they start to trust in that. And they start to realize that the internet is a big place. And not everybody wants to buy from the same generic person, they want to buy from people who understand them. And so I I would say it usually takes about three weeks for people to overcome that sort of mental block and that fear. Um, But then once once the for me and for my for my clients, once you start building momentum, it's really fun. To start running experiments, testing hypotheses, and seeing, you know, I keep saying what you can get away with.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that, what you can get away with. Chuck Cope Inspire, congratulations on all your success. Thank you for calling in today. We will definitely look you up on identitypending.com, and we hope to talk to you soon.
4: Awesome. Thanks so much, Pat. And I hope you have a great rest
0: of your day. Well, you've just experienced the first ever episode of The Pat Miller Show. This is America's Small Business Conversation. And remember, why are we saying that? Because it's not happening anyplace else. If you're like me, you're a small business owner that's trying to make it. And when you look around, no one understands what we're going through. And when we work by ourselves, when we don't talk with one another, when we put up the walls and act like everything's okay, it can get really lonely And it can get really hard, and it doesn't need to be that way. So on this show, my mission is to have a conversation that helps you feel like you're going to make it, you're going to make more money, and we're going to work together so your small business dream comes true. I mean, look at what we did today. We talked about a way where you can go from inefficient one-to-one networking to one-to-many networking and attract your ideal clients. We talked about something completely counterintuitive. As the economy starts to get meh and we have to determine what are we going to do next, we're not racing to the bottom and selling a bunch of low price junk. We're creating some new high price products and programs so we can get out there and get paid what we deserve and then a small business celebration to remember that even in tough economic times, good things are happening. We gotta keep our minds open, we gotta dream big, and we gotta walk with one another because when we collaborate with each other, great stuff happens. And just so you know, that's what's going on inside the global online community called the Idea Collective that I lead every single day. If you want a 30 day free trial, find it at patmillershow.com. Thank you for being a part of our first episode. We'll see you right here next week. Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show.
1: See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit.